The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on the Believer's Walk of Faith. There's going to be anointing on you for battle, for winning every battle. David didn't lose not one battle. So from this day, you will not lose not one battle. Faith in God's Word is what empowers His Word to deliver all right. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something here. Let's look at an example of this. Mark chapter 5, verse 25. This is the woman with the issue of blood. A certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and suffered many things of many physicians, but had spent all that she had, nothing better, but rather grew worse. And when she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt the body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately knowing himself that virtue, what's another name for virtue? Power. What's another name for power? The anointing had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude, they will push all people pushing on you, and how can you say, Who touched me? And he looked around about to see her who had done this thing. And the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came fell down for him and told him all the truth. And he said to her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Now this woman got an instant healing. And I said to you, faith in God's word is what empowers his word to deliver. Are y'all with me here? Let's look at another one. Look at 2 Kings chapter 4, please. 2 Kings chapter 4. Look at verse 1. Now then cried a certain, a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets, and to Elijah saying, thy servant, my husband is dead. And you know, my servant that fear the Lord and the creditor has come to take into my sons to be bondmen. And Elijah said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me what's in your house. And she said, thine handmaid's not anything in the house, save a pot of oil. And he said to her, go borrow the vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon you and your sons and shall pour out into all these vessels and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and her sons who brought her the vessels to her, vessels to her and she poured out. And it came to pass when the vessels were full and that she said unto her son, bring me yet another vessel. And he said, there's not a vessel more. And the oil, what? Stopped or stayed. And she came, told the man of God, he said, now go sell the oil, pay your debt, and you live, you and your children, on the rest. He got rid of her debt. In the first example, he got rid of her disease. 
Y'all with me now? Now, I'm talking about the anointing. And I'm saying in this particular case, in each one of these cases, there was a man anointed. I want, I want you to see this now. There, this, is the, this is a picture for the church. There was somebody who was anointed. And this anointing was there to lift burdens off of people. But faith in that word or is what empowers his word to deliver. So here is an anointed one. I'm anointed. Now I'm anointed to serve you. You got what I'm saying? I'm anointed to serve you. Now in this case, Jesus was anointed. And the prophet was anointed. Am I right? And each, each case, the people got the benefit of that anointing. Now, in each case, these people, Lord have mercy, valued the anointing. And they put such value on it until they trusted the anointing to get them out of the situation that they were in. Watch this immediately. And this is still available today. Now, I want you to see something. Glory to God. Look at Romans chapter 10, please. Over in Romans chapter 10, he says here, and I'm going to start reading at verse 6. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise, saying, uh, Say not in thy heart, who shall ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Or, who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring Christ again from the dead. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee. Even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is what? The word of faith which we preach. Jesus preached the word of faith. I was in Detroit. Second night I preached, preached on the anointing. I preached the word of faith. After I finished, I walked out. The bishop asked all who got healed, stand up. People stood up all over the place. Now, <laughs> understand, the anointing comes with the word. R.W. Shambach, going on to be with the Lord. He said, I was preaching one night in Birmingham, Alabama. And as I was preaching, all of a sudden, Without warning, the line of wheelchair people, all of them got up and marched toward me like an army. Boy, yo, I see this back. 
Now understand what's happening. That the anointing is accompanying the word. So as that word is coming to you right now from the prophet of God, watch this. If you value that anointing, that anointing will do what it said. Now look what it says in <laughs> Isaiah chapter 55 and verse uh, 11. He says, so shall my word be that goes forth where? Out of my mouth. It shall not what? Return to me void. But it shall what? Accomplish that which I please. And it shall what? Prosper in the thing wherein to I send it. See, the word comes with the spirit. Look what he says in Luke's gospel chapter 5. Put that up there, please. Look what he says in Luke's gospel chapter 5. And he withdrew himself unto the wilderness and prayed. This is Jesus. And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the laws sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was what? Present to heal them. See, if I'm preaching the word of faith, then my faith is causing the anointing to be on what I preach. See, and if you receive that, this, this man brought, they brought a person in that leg had been, foot had been crushed, brought him in to T.L. Osborne's meeting. T.L. Osborne is preaching. Now, often he says he asked the Holy Spirit, don't, please don't start working until I get the word out, please. Because the word and the spirit are always accompanying one another, man. So he is preaching. So they were, they, the nurse came with him and so forth. The man was on a gurney. And so they came and, and he said, all right, God is, is, is ready to heal. And he went down into the crowd. In the first place, he came to that man. And the man, he said, what can I do for you? What can the Lord do for you? He said, oh, Dr. Osborne, I think something has already happened. Now, understand, when they came in there, they had a sheet over him. And he had one foot sticking up. The other one was crushed. But by the time Dr. Osborne came to him, two feet were sticking up. Now, I'm saying that because in Mark chapter 6, starting at verse 3, glory to God, Jesus makes a statement here. They said, now, is this not the carpenter's son of Mary, the brother of Joes and James and Joes and Judas and Simon? And is not this his sister here with us? And, and all they were offended at him. Watch this. But Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor, come on, but in his own country, come on, among his own kinfolk, come on, and his own house, keep going. And he could there do no mighty works, save that he laid his hands on a few sick folk and healed them, watch this, and he marveled because of their what? Unbelief, and he went round about the villages, what? Teaching. I'm saying... The woman cried to this man. Cried didn't mean, woo-hoo, that wouldn't have helped her. 
she demanded that this anointing give up the answer. Now you got to hear what I'm saying now. And get her out of debt today. I'm not talking about next week, next month. That's too late. I need my debt canceled today. And God has an anointing that is canceling debt. And that anointing will cancel your debt in one day. Do you believe that? If you receive it, that anointing will lead you into whatever you need to do. Say amen to them. Now, I'm telling you something. Where we're going, you're going to have to give some reverence to that anointing. Now, I'm not talking about worshiping a man because it's not the man. It's the anointing that the man has been allowed to carry. I'm carrying an anointing for this church to be debt free. I am carrying an anointing for everybody in this church to be healed. I'm carrying an anointing for people in this church to be promoted in business. Do you receive that? I got more sense than that. But I am puffing up the anointing of God. I'm saying the anointing of God is something that we have not learned that we got to give that value to that anointing. We got to know that God has got something on this man that can take me where I want to go. Folks, the first thing that happened when Elijah left and got taken up to heaven, then he dropped that mantle and that, that man got that mantle and turned it off and he hit that water and said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? And hit that water, here comes a miracle. Now look what he did. He valued that anointing so much, even all the prophets were looking at him. He didn't care because when you got that anointing and on you right, you are not ashamed of anybody. And if you you got that kind of spirit in you that you're ashamed of Jesus, it ain't going to work for you. Because the anointing requires boldness. A timid person ain't going to get this anointing to flow. That woman said, get me out of debt. My husband feared the Lord. They're coming to take my kids. Ah! Got her out of debt like that. Say amen. Now that was that was Second Kings chapter four. Second Kings chapter four. Also, there was a woman who hadn't had kids. They had no seed. And notice what the man of God. He came there and slept when they built him a prophet's quarters. And then he, before he laid down, the Spirit of God to ask the woman what she want, because he had sold and she had sold into that anointing. And when you sow into that anointing, now you're about to get a prophet's reward. 
So here, she did it, and he got up and said, what do you want? She said, oh, I'm okay. I got quiet, because she was a woman of means. But the, uh, the prophet, assistant to the prophet said, she don't have a child. He said, this time next year, you're going to have a child. See, when you speak out of that anointing, uh, it's just like God just spoke. so powerful. In the next verse, 2 Kings chapter 5, this is when a man who had leprosy named Naaman, and he heard about a prophet down there that could happen, but he wasn't an Israelite. So he goes down there, and he rides up with all his men because he was a big captain in the, in the army of, of the Syrians, and he came to the house of the man of God, and the man of God uh, sent his servant out there, so he goes, oh, see what he wants. He said, well, he's a leper. He said, ask me that he wants to be healed. The man of God said, I'll tell you what. Tell him to go dip seven times in the river Jordan. Now, what did that Naaman do? He got mad about it. He said, blessed are they that are not offended in me. But he got mad about it. Why? Because he's carrying pride. And see, this anointing, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So that man had to humble himself to get that renewing to work in his life. Say amen. amen. But he knew he had leprosy and he knew he had to get rid of it. And this was his chance to do it. What did he do? He gave him instructions to dip seven times in the river Jordan. I'm telling you that the instructions God might give you might sound foolish. But if you just dip, just dip. Don't, don't, don't question it. Don't question it. Just receive. Just receive. Come on now. said the things of the spirit of God are foolishness to the natural man. They're supposed to be foolish. Now let's go to the last part of this. Go to 1 Samuel chapter 22. And David therefore departed thence and escaped into the cave of Adullam. Now Saul was trying to kill him. Why? Because David, that anointing was on him and Saul got jealous about it. And when his brethren and all his father's house heard it, they went down thither to him. Watch this. And every one of them that was what? Distressed. And everyone that was what? In debt. And everyone that was what? Discontented gathered themselves unto him and he became a captain over them. Now notice, today we call that broke, busted, and disgusted. So that's you. So God has called us all together. Come on now. But he's got a captain over the team. And that captain is anointed. Yes, he Say amen. Now look what happened because they didn't have what David had. David had an anointing on him. And you know God had anointed him. And he slayed a lion. He slayed a bear and slayed Goliath. Am I right about it? Now look what happened in 2 Samuel over here. And 2 Samuel and chapter 23 and verse 8. These be the names of the mighty men who David had, the Tecmonite, the Tecmonite that sat in the seats, chief among the captains. The same was Adino the Edenite. And he lifted up his spear against how many? 800 whom he slayed what? At one time. He didn't have that when he joined. No. 
That's called anointing by association. Come on, you got to hear me now. This is going to be God's way. This is going to be God's way of doing this. You're going to wake up. You're going to wake up strong and talking crazy. You're going to be calling things that be not as though they were. Come on. Now that's for battle. That's for coming up against anything that might come up against you in this earth. There's going to be anointing on you for battle, for winning every battle. David didn't lose not one battle. So from this day, you will not lose not one battle. The next thing that happened to them over in First Chronicles, glory to God. First Chronicles. Now David got rich. Billions of dollars he gave to build the temple. But look what happened to his men. And the chief of the fathers and princes or leaders of the tribes of Israel and the captains of thousands and of hundreds with the rulers of the king's work offered willingly. They're going to give an offering. And they gave for the service of the house of God of gold 5,000 talents and 10,000 drams and of silver 10,000 talents. Now, wait a minute. 5,000 talents. Now, my concordance at home says a talent is equivalent to a million dollars. That's what my concordance says. Now, they gave 5,000 talents. Somebody help me with this number. That sounds like five billion. I'm telling you, they started out broke, busted, and disgusted. But because of the anointing that was on the captain, it came on them. Can you stand to be blessed? Give God a praise and give him a shout. We're about to bring you out. Now the key to it is, is they serve their man of God. See, they didn't, they didn't harass the man of God. They didn't talk dirty about him. See, I'm saying that they helped the man, not hurt the man. But because of that, the anointing came on them. And what David had, they got. It's a new season. It's a new day. A fresh anointing is on its way. It's a new season for you. Are you ready? Are you ready? Folks, let's expect everybody to be healed. Come on, let's expect everybody to be rich. Let's expect everybody to seek first the kingdom of God. Well, I trust that you were blessed by that powerful teaching. 
Now, again, that's understanding the anointing. As a matter of fact, we got a five-part teaching right here. You remember the same anointing that was on David came on David's men. You remember over in 1 Samuel chapter 22, he, he got some men. They were broke, busted, and disgusted. That's what I'd say. Now, the Bible said they were in debt and they were distressed, so forth and so on. Once David's men came on board with David, they began to fight battles. And the same anointing that was on David came on them. One man was able to slay 800 men with just one weapon. 800 men. Now that's the anointing that comes on them. Well, that principle still works with you and I. If you partner with me, the same anointing that is on my life is shared with you. Now, you can see the same thing with Jesus. Remember, Jesus asked to use Peter's boat. Well, he got in a boat and told Peter, push out a little from the land, and he did that. Once he did that, the Bible said Jesus sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now, once he finished speaking, he said, Peter, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught. And Peter said, well, I fished all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, that's what I'll do. And he went out and let down the net and caught so many fish till the net broke. Then he called for his partners, and they came in, and they filled up their ships. Now, understand, they weren't in the boat with Jesus and Peter, but they were partners. And you see what they get? They shared in that anointing. Well, it's the same thing. When you understand the anointing and partner with me, with this ministry, you share in that anointing. Look what God has done to us. I came to Chicago with two hundred dollars. <laughs> now, we're preaching on a weekly basis to almost a billion people. Explain that. Look what we have. Shopping malls. We have business schools. All In five continents, business schools. Same anointing on Bill Winston coming on you. And I'm not bragging on myself. My point to you is, is that's a principle of the anointing. And you can understand that by ordering this series of teaching. It is powerful. Well, this is Bill Winston saying, until next time, we love you and keep walking by faith. Today's series, Understanding the Anointing, is available on CD, MP3, DVD, or MP4. Let this dynamic teaching reveal to you how the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of the anointing will flow in your life and equip you to do the greater works God has called you to do. Hello, this is Bill Winston, and I'd like to share with you a new book that I've just written. It's called Miracles in the Marketplace. Now, traditionally, we thought of miracles happening when people get sick and get a miracle or something's wrong with them physically, they get a miracle. Now, miracles can happen in education, in government, in business, in economics, anywhere, and you can have a miracle in your life. We're up against things and challenges today that, let me tell you, the natural solutions just won't do it. We need a miracle. Well, this book develops not only a miracle mindset, but how you can produce miracles in your life. It is a phenomenal book. Powerful. Praise God. You need to get it today. This is Bill Winston saying, God bless you, and keep walking by faith. Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. 
Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. Contact us by phone at 1-877-543-9443 or submit your prayer request online at billwinston.org forward slash prayer. We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. Together, we are transforming lives throughout the world. If you are not a partner, we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. Now remember, you need faith to get to your destiny. So don't forget to subscribe and click on the notification bell so that you don't miss any of our videos. This is Bill Winston. I love you and keep walking by faith.